Welcome, welcome out everybody. How are you today? Today we're gonna to talk about how to discover and release your purpose to build a business for God's plan. Tonight we're coming to you from Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you and plans to give you a hope and a future. If this is your first time tuning in, I want you to say hello so we can say hello back to you and let us know where you're tuning in for them and most importantly guys let us know what type of business you have or you're thinking about starting and if you're that entrepreneur or that want to be entrepreneur or that coach or or that or that person that trainer and you're looking to get a business started and you want to do it with biblical principles you have found yourself in the place so i want to welcome you out tonight my name is kathy McReynolds, and i look forward to sharing with you this evening. We're going to have a great, 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 great time, y'all. Let me get everything going in. I want to thank you guys for joining us today for another irresistible message from our Kingdom Business Workshop series. And this is provided to you by Bible Business Academy. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com to learn more about our global organization. And I'm your host, hey, Kathy McReynolds. And our goal is to help you build a business so you can get time freedom, debt freedom, and and financial freedom. We transform entrepreneurs into kingdom leaders with the sole purpose of growing the kingdom and fulfilling God's original purpose. We believe that this message will equip you to grow in your faith and your finances while advancing your life and business as you discover your purpose and pursue it with passion. Y'all ready to get everything started tonight? guys i hope you know that as you as you come on here i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a few questions right have you have you ever woken up and feeling like purposeless and lost and you know that if you have i know that feeling that you feel can be incredibly frustrating and depressing and after today let's hope we can get that away from i know we can get that away from you so i'm not gonna even say hope let's get that out of your psyche because all that is 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 is, is is the enemy trying to destroy what you were put here to do and we're going to make sure that we help you get that done if it appears that you know you look at your friends and other entrepreneurs and they're living this passion engage and meaningful life and you're like but wait what about me when when is my shot my shot coming i'm going to show you how to tap into that tonight and and, and you know you look from that bird's eye view and and they seem see i say seem right to have this deep loving relationship like this rewarding business and a sense of direction that compels them to leap out of bed every morning with joy in their soul and you're like just grogging trying to get out of bed rolling yourself hitting that snooze over and over again and forcing yourself to get up we want to get you on the path to success and deep down inside because you know that God has an entrepreneur assignment for you. If you know God has an entrepreneur assignment for you, let me know in the comments and say, yes, I know he has an entrepreneur assignment for me. And let me know what that is, right? Whether you're catching this during the live or replay, and let me know if it's the live or replay, right? And you might even be that person who prayed enough, you read enough, you gave enough, and you 
absolutely believe that he intends for you to live a life of painful drudgery. He doesn't intend for that to happen, or he doesn't intend for you to, to spend your life working for someone else, or worse yet, y'all working until the day you die. You know, I always, when anytime I say that, and I think about it, I always think about my dad. And if you guys follow me, you probably heard the story. He died six months before retiring. And he, uh, and I'll never forget, and you know, and as I share this, I'll share a little of the story now. When I was um, 19 and I left home to move to the DC, Virginia area, and he used to say to me, he said to me that day that I was leaving, we, we were, you know, everybody, all the family had came over there and we were in the driveway. And I just remember like little tears is coming out of his eyes. Cause as I say, out of six kids, I was his favorite. If you're watching family, y'all already know I say that all the time anyway. But anyway, what he said was baby, figure out a way to work for yourself. Don't give your life to a company for 40 years. Like I did. He says, so now some good came out of there. Cause I was able to get out of, you know, I have no debt. I have a house paid for we're living good you guys are fine he said but the benefit of that is now i have a house um and something that's paid for something that we own so i want you to go out there and take risks and if anything happens you always have a home to come back to and just that reassurance of knowing that it made me take more risk than most people might have taken. So I don't know where you're at in your situation or what you may be going through. And I hope, and I'll say this, uh, you know, quick prayer that, you know, God, whoever you have watching this, you know what you have assigned for them. And I'm asking you to wake that up in them today and allow them to get the message and hear from you. And even if it's through me to hear from you and so that they can do your will. And we're going to ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. As we continue on here. And, 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 you know, guys, we know the Bible is full of promises about what God has for his citizens of the kingdom. And you're like, yay, I am one. So can I get this? And, and while, you know, we know he has promises, it certainly does not mean that your days aren't going to be that joy ride and that, that everything's going to go right in life. Because I, I can promise you this, if he has a vision for you, he will provide the provision, but there also will be challenges along the way. So, you know, most people, they when they're going through something, and we've all been there, right? They'll pull out their favorite verses or the most quoted ones. And that's where we get Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you and plans to give you a hope and a future. And the challenge is you don't feel like you have that hope in the future. And there's a reason why that is. And we're going to help you so that you can wake up every single day and be excited long enough to get the job done, right? And, and maybe you can't help but wonder, like, how do, how do you get there? Like, how do you actually get to that place of hope and prosperity? There is a method to the madness. And, and instead of just like, always wondering aimlessly through life, waking up without a plan and allowing the day to determine what you're going to do. Say, I want you to, when we're done with this series here, you're going to know your purpose and you're going to know your assignment and you're going to wake up with zeal and zest to get it done. And, and tonight we're going to first share with you some key indicators that you may not be living your full life and things that you need to look for and questions that everybody, not 
practice you ask and then we're going to give you some key suggestions for how to begin living a meaningful life that's full of joy that's full of excitement and that's purposely on intent meant to build the kingdom based on your purpose so guys we got a lot a lot to share with you so do me a favor go ahead and hit that share button if you know someone who needs to hear this message make sure you get it out to them right now and i definitely want you to stick around to the end because i'm going to show you how you can get some gifts that we want to be able to send to you send right to your front door and what they're going to do is training and there's a lot of little trinkets that we want to give you that will help you to be able to grow in your faith and your finances so you can have more fun, more freedom, and more fulfillment while you're here on earth. So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome again. We're so excited to have you out. My name is Kathy McReynolds, and you might be wondering, who is this lady and why should I be listening to her? I always joke and say I grew up shy and shelter from Akron, Ohio, basically in church six days a week. My mom was a minister, dad, a football coach. I left home at 19, just shared you guys with the story. And I lived in the DC, Virginia, Baltimore area, Boston and Pittsburgh. We got anybody from those areas, let us know. I am um, an author, international coach and trainer, introvert y'all, but I love to win. It doesn't matter what titles people stick on you. You just have to make a decision that you're gonna become who God created you to be. And I'm gonna show you how to do that. After tonight, there's no more excuses for not making that happen. Auntie, the many y'all not perfect, but an action taker, licensed financial advisor, which is one of the benefits of, uh, of learning all of this online stuff with us. On top of that, we're going to show you how to get your money right, right? But first, we got to get your mind right. We can't get your mind right. We can't get your money right. Guys, I've made six figures and lost six figures in several businesses, and we want to show you how to shorten that learning curve. So you can pick up our book, Bible Business um, Secrets. You can get that on Amazon. And you can also get a copy of our planner as well. And that's at Believe and Grow Rich. You can pick both of those up on Amazon. And also, before we dive in, I want to tell you, we have academies and we have different programs for you and also memberships. And our uh, membership, I'm not going to go through all of the details here. You can pause this and, you know, screenshot it, or you can just go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com uh, forward slash membership. But we have the bronze self-guided, uh, our silver success solution, our gold elite leadership and if you want to get something started and you want to be a part of a group of be a part of a team this is definitely where you want to go or maybe you want to get that course or that consultant business started then our academy is your best solution or you just might be that person who say i want a business but i don't want to do any of the work to get it set up we do have a done for you kingdom management enterprise system that you can dive in and set up that up as well so you'll learn more about those at the end but right now let's go ahead and get started on how to discover and release your purpose to build a business for God's plan. So let me ask you this. How would you answer these questions? And you can grab a pen and paper. If you like, anytime you come on here, we're always here to teach and share uh, different things with you, but we want you to take notes. We want you to, you know, if you watch these over and over again so that you can use it and you can implement it, and then let us know 
people in the comments how these broadcasts have changed your life, how they've helped you, or what you want to hear more of. So let's go with the questions. I'm going to go through these questions, hit a screenshot. Number one, what would make you weep if you died before you were able to complete it? Like, what is that thing that you know, and you might not have even shared it with anyone, but it would literally make you weep if you can come back after you're gone, look over your life and you're like, okay, I didn't get that done. And I wanted to get that done so bad, but I didn't, right? What would be that one thing for you that would make you weep? Are you totally, number two, are you totally and completely satisfied with your present position in life and all the money that you're making? Number three, if you could find a way to double your income, would you be interested? How about this one? Are you making all the money you want? Are you saving all the money you want? Are you giving all the money you want? Are you able to give, save, and do any and everything that you desire? Number five, do you wake up every day knowing exactly what you need to do to live out your life purpose? Not for you, but for God. See, that's the important twist that we put on it because we know we're here to do God's work. What does it mean to you? Question number six, to personally hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. These are the questions I want you to take some time by yourself, sit down and answer these and give yourself an honest assessment of where you're at. See, when you when you think about people and you think about what they go through, you'll discover that most people don't know what their purpose is and most people don't feel fulfill their destiny and we don't want you to be most people see people don't want to die because deep in their hearts they know they have not finished what they were born to start and when a person has discovered their purpose and has fulfilled their destiny it's not that they don't want to go but they're okay with it just like cause you know like i finished a race and you know that you've given it all you got as i you know i think it was last week i was talking about that i was talking about my mom she just on may 5th she turned um from 2002 because you might be watching this 10 years from now uh, she turned in 98 yes not, uh, no 89 80 88 88 88 that's what it was she was born in 1934 so she turned 88 and uh, I, I said 89 because i was like 89 she's like no i'm not 89 i'm 88 but i was asking her are you or do you feel you reached your purpose do you feel that you've done what you were called to do. And she was like, no, I still got a lot of work to do. And, you know, it just made me look at life totally different because sometimes, you know, the person that you, you out there, you might be frustrated thinking that you're too old to to get things going or to do or to to hit your purpose and here's a lady who's two years from 90 saying no i'm just getting started and so if you can learn at a younger age what to do or if you can learn at the age that you're at now and to know that god will fulfill your destiny as long as you're working for that because not because of you but because of what he promised then this may be the thing to get you up off the couch and get you into action and let's talk about discovering your purpose and i'm going to come to you from second timothy 4 uh, 1 through 2 it says i solemnly charge you the presence of god and of christ jesus 
who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing in his kingdom preach the word as an official messenger see that was his purpose to preach the word as an official messenger my purpose is to encourage people and help them to build a business see whatever it is whenever you figure it out trust me you will know because everything in you begins to change be ready when the time is right and even when it is not see i love that line right there you can get so much out of it be ready when the time is right and even when it's not and you hear so many stories of people who uh want to sing and every day they're singing or people who want to write and every day they're writing or and people who want to to speak and every day they're speaking they're practicing so when their time comes when someone calls them or something happens and they they have to perform they're ready why are they ready because they've been practicing and that's what i ask you whatever it is you feel you want to do while you're getting ready to make it happen and you're getting prepared for it how often are you getting ready for it how often are you practicing for it it's because it says that but be ready when the time is right and even when it's not keep the source of urgency keep your i'm sorry keep your sense of urgency when the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable man i'm telling you this right here is so chock full of biblical principles winning principles life principles business principles if you just you can stop it right here and if you just take what we're sharing in second timothy 4 1 through 2 you you got this if you can apply this and, and live this out because it says keep a sense of urgency that means you got to be patiently anxiously patient you got to be patient but persistent right in your patience you got to get up every day ready to go for it ready to make it happen it says whether convenient or inconvenient see a lot of people they don't want to do anything because it's not convenient life is not convenient at all times success is definitely not convenient being an entrepreneur is definitely not in the convenience of convenience i've been one for 27 years and let me tell you it is not always convenient in that time period i've only worked for someone for one year 2008 when we lost everything and the whole world crashed at that particular time and it was the only time that i worked for someone for about a year or so and then i after a year and a couple months i was like this is not me i'm not meant to be here i left six months later went over a six-figure income and and because why I, it was a sense of urgency to live out my calling to do what i was called to do and when the opportunity hit and i was ready to go ready to become independent again then i went and I left. So you have to always be ready, whether welcome or unwelcome. See, some people aren't going to accept your journey. Some people aren't going to accept the fact of what you were chosen to do. And that's okay. They're not supposed to accept it, but they are supposed to be in your life to challenge you to see how bad do you want it? How bad do you really want it? Correct those who it err in doctrine or behavior part of what you do as a business owner especially when you have a team and you have people working with you um and sometimes even your clients you got to fire them right you have to be that person to be 
open, honest, in a loving, kind way, correct those who in error in doctrine or behavior, warn those who sin and exhort and encourage, right? Those who are growing towards spiritual, spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching. I suggest that you take this, 2 Timothy 4 and, and 1 through 2, write it out and then take out where it says the purpose, where it says the convenience, the inconvenience, the welcome and all of that stuff and put your situation into it. Talk to yourself and put your situation into it. And, and down at the bottom, you know, exhort and encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity. Maybe you're helping people um, get out of debt. Those who are becoming debt-free and financially independent. Maybe you're helping people with their marriage. Those who are repairing their marriage and, and, and growing closer together. So you can take those lines, put your own information in there, and then read that ever re read the scripture and then read it with your personal situation in as you're discovering your purpose and when you discover that it's going to be now i'm not saying it's going to be easy but it's going to sit on you in a way that you know it's you and instead of you folding when things go bad you're going to be like okay how can i get this better how can i make this right and you it goes on to say, I solemnly charge you the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is judge the living and the dead and by his appearing in his kingdom to preach the word as an official message. So put in there, as I said, what you will do as in your purpose, be ready when the time is right and even when it's not, keep your sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable. It already lets you know like things ain't gonna be the way you want them to be at all times. So whether it's favorable or unfavorable, you gotta make it happen, right? Whether convenient or inconvenient, whether welcome or unwelcome. And all of those can be underlined right there. So you gotta say to yourself, okay, well, it says right there, as I'm doing my purpose, things may be convenient, they may not be convenient they may be favorable they may not they may people may welcome me or they may not and it's okay right because i know that correct those who in error in doctrine or behavior warn those who sin exhort and encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience inexhaustible patience that's key right there when you're building a business, when you're living out your purpose, you want to do it with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching. So definitely leave that in there with faithful learning, with faithful training, whatever it is that you are called to do, put that in there for yourself. So guys, let me know in the comments, what did you get out of that last session, that section that we just went through? Because that's huge. And that right there will change your life if you let it. See, there are laws of personal success from a kingdom perspective. And I just shared some of them with you. And you got to really, really internalize that and get that it says first we all focus on your purpose and your destiny success is something that every human wants i don't care if they say they don't but everybody wants to be somebody deep down inside everybody wants to succeed everybody wants to be somebody special everybody wants somebody to make them feel special like would y'all agree with that right for for you to succeed in life 
there are five questions that you must answer in order for you to understand what your purpose is. You want to know what those five questions are? Well, we're going to tell you, right? And I'm going to share with you before that why these five questions are so super important for you to succeeding. I mean, these five questions that I'm going to tell you, they control the human race. These five questions will motivate everything you do these five questions are so stinking powerful that they'll create everything on this planet that humans do these five questions are the source y'all of every problem that you've ever faced that you have the source of all the crime in your city they are the source of all your broken homes your divorce your lost businesses they're the source of corruption these five questions are the source of every single problem that human faces and these five questions are the answer okay to the cause of your behavior. Are you ready to know what these five cards? If you don't have that pen, I want you to grab that pen now so you can write this down, right? Okay, you're ready. Now I'm gonna share the questions with you and then we're gonna talk to you about it, right? But they gotta come from your heart. I, this is so important. It's time out for just haphazardly doing things. From this point forward, I want everything that you do to let it come from your heart. Let it compel you to become somebody. Question number one, who am I? Who am I? Number two, where am I from? Number three, why am I here? Number four, what can I do? And number five, where am I going? So let's dive into these questions and tell you about them and how they're related to you becoming who you were born to become. The who am I is your identity. And I'm gonna go into details into this, okay? The where am I from is your source. The where, why am I here? That's your purpose, okay? The what can I do is your potential. The where am I going is your destiny. So your identity, your source, your purpose, your potential, and your destiny. So let's look at the who am I, your identity, right? The average human is still struggling with self-identity. Even at a certain age, people are struggling with self-identity. I think about the youth, they're struggling with self-identity. Whether, you know, this is why people wanna wear name brands, this is why people only want people to see them in certain in a certain light this is why you know people come on social media and they're, they're showing things or they're doing things it's because of their identity and when you have no identity okay so this is key when you have no identity you want to be like others in order to feel important see because everybody remember wants to feel special and be somebody see people will kill still and destroy for identity you ever heard like i i just saw when i was scrolling through where a young man who owns a, a shoe store and somebody came in there and killed him you know for the shoes right like this is this this is what this is the world that we're in this is the world that we created my heart you know just constantly goes out to his family but ask yourself how often had you tried to look like someone else um, and, and you didn't like the things about you, maybe your hair, your, your face, your color, your height, 
you, you know, you, maybe you thought you were too bad to scared. Like, I'm going to tell you, at the age of 33, I think I was at 105 pounds. I don't know, something like that, right? And I've been up to like 205 pounds. And even though the 205 wasn't the size that I wanted to be, um, at that time, and I didn't do anything about it, guess what? I still felt good about me. And I take no credit for that, but it was what my family instilled in me. My, my goodness, it was what reading books and being around positive people instilled to make you know that you don't need to, like, you don't need to have designer clothes or this or that in order to feel special. But if you got God in you, you're going to always feel special. So uh, this is where we want to take the people who are following us. Why it's so important to get around people who think like you, who have have what you want and, and can help you become that. That's part of our memberships. That's why we do those things like that. Because your identity, having that identity crisis will keep you stuck. So if you've been stuck, and this is the first thing I want you to check your identity. So your personal identity, your PI is who you are as an individual. It is a composite of your personality traits, your beliefs, your values, your physical attributes, your abilities, your aspirations, and other identifiers that make you who you are. So what are those traits? What are those beliefs? What are those values? See, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. You're going to, like whoever comes around, whatever crowd you're in, you're not going to know how to say no. And I listen, think back on all of these things. I remember when I was in junior high school and, uh, and there was, you know, a fight. So what do you do in junior high school when there's a fight? Because back then that's all they did. Everybody, the whole crowd was, we were at like this Dunkin' Donut. The school was across the street and everybody started running over towards the crowd. And I was running with them. And then all of a sudden I hear this horn, eh, eh, and I hit my dad like pulling around the corner at three o'clock like hey baby come here and so I go get in the car he's like where are you going and you know like well I was just following the crowd and I'll never forget that moment because it changed my life he said you were born to be a leader not a follower when the crowd goes right you go left don't follow people people follow you his exact words more than, I don't know, probably 50 years ago, and I still remember them. It was an impact. So when I was going through school and people were doing drugs and doing stuff like this, and you know, I always tell that story of how we, how we used to be walking to school and they were like smoke and I'm like, no, and they would be pushing me and I would be pushing them back and I wouldn't cave in because those words rang in my head. That was my belief. That was my value that that was not something that I wanted to happen. It's the same thing with entrepreneurship that I know that this is what I was born to do and I don't clock in and I can't clock in. I'm not meant to clock in. I'm meant to help people build businesses and, and transform lives and be that leader because of that little conversation that happened when I was, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years old. I don't know, probably like 11, 12. Who put something in you? What, what were you told at that age? The, see, the, and what are you telling your kids that are coming up? 
What are you telling yourself? What do you say? You know, when, when people, you're trying to build a business, you're trying to do something and they're telling you to go get a job. What are you saying to them? See, those beliefs, those traits, if they weren't put in you at a young age, which is so important to stop calling kids bad, stop telling them that, you know, they're not doing something, stop speaking down to the people around you, build them up, lift them up, right? It's so, so important. Even I don't care if you're a kid or they're 90, 89 years old, you want to encourage people. Go back to that scripture there, right? To encourage people as a kingdom entrepreneur, that's your job. This is how you get your identity. And if you don't have it, it's okay. That's what we want to help you to do. Get that identity right. Um, your PI is all the pieces that combine to make you a unique individual. You have, a, you have that fingerprint. You have that fingerprint that only you have the the you what you were designed to do in your purpose in life is completely different from anyone else purpose so who am i is a question we all ask at some time in our lives it is especially critical question for adolescents so if you start that behavior in the young you know between the the time that they pop out for life, then you can change a lot of lives. So if you're starting that for yourself today as a grown person, it's okay. You can start where you're at, but you got to understand who you are, what your values are, what your beliefs are, what your physical attributes are, what your abilities are, and what your aspirations and, and the identifiers that design who you are. See that when, when you look at the big eight in the social constructed identities, the world has a way of defining you if you don't define yourself. See, they want to define you by your race, your ethnicity, your sexual orientation, your gender, your gender identifier, your ability, your religion or your spirituality, your nationality, and your social economic status. See, this is what the world says. You're a kingdom citizen and everybody in the kingdom is somebody, right? And so that's what you have to remember, because God made you to be great. He made you for a specific purpose, and you have to know whose child you are so that you know what citizen of what country kingdom you belong to so that you don't let people determine who you are. Is that making sense? Let me know what you're getting out of that in the comments. Let me know if that that is making strength because strength sense because when you struggle with who am i you have no identity so you keep trying to keep up with the joneses with other people's lifestyle with what other people are doing where the people are going you're getting you're you're getting in debt and you're doing things that you know you can't afford to do because everybody else is doing them, right you got to get out of that winners leaders they set the pace and they set the tone. And then when they see people doing that, remember that correcting people, they help them to 
become their own identity and find out what their purpose is and be able to help them. When you battle with this question of who am I, you have lost your true self. You want to look like other people. You hate your face. So you try to look like people from the makeup to the lashes to the hair and all of that stuff. You hate your size. We just talked about that. So you hurt yourself trying to be like other people. You starve yourself trying to be like other people. You do, you, you do things that you know go against the standards of who you want to become trying to be like other people because you can't figure it out and no one even told you that you needed to figure it out, you end up being somebody else. You end up being a copycat. I promise you, you are not meant put here to become a copycat. You have a unique fingerprint and that unique fingerprint is for you to become who you want to become. And see, this is why the entire industry, you think of fashion, you think of clothing, and they, they build up on lack of a self-identity. When you know, when you get in the classes, we talk to you about your avatar, we talk to you about the people who you want to serve. And, and when you're in marketing, that is one of the things that you do. You have to speak to a certain person, and that's the person you're going to gravitate with. And so they know that if I sell you this coach or this Gucci or, or, or the Louis Vuitton or whatever it is, the Gotti, then that puts you in a social economic class, right? All by yourself. And especially with the people that, that are around you and that you grew up with. So you get that mindset. And if you don't, if you're not careful, you'll start doing anything, lying, stealing, cheating in order to get there. When you, that's listen if you go back to what god promised you you don't have to do any of that stuff you just gotta seek him first seek the kingdom first and all his righteousness and all things will be added unto you right see if you are feeding they feed the fashion industry has fed into people's security insecurity forever and because of that that's why they're billions billions and billions so you got to stop being the person who is that consumer and become that producer and then once we get enough producers around see that's the purpose of bible business academy is to help people build businesses in the, for the kingdom so we can take that money, those resources and put it back into the kingdom and get the message out about how awesome and how amazing God is. And entrepreneurs are the leaders in the world and they're the ones who can do that best. So check yourself right before you what drop it in the comments before you wreck yourself we talk about that all the time the next one is the is the ethnicity identity ethnic however you say that right see because okay because uh, you guys hear me correcting myself i'm not the best speaker i'm not the best speller i'm not the best pronunciator of words but guess what guys i don't care i'm just you know like moses did he was like god said i'm gonna speak for you some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth it could have never came from me right because i'm like that little softy i'll cry in a second kind of person but the boldness and the courageousness that's something that when god puts you here to do his work he puts that in you and it operates through you it oozes out and people are like wow that was great no wow yeah i agree with you thank you god right that's how you got to look at that so your ethnicity identity is another way that people the world is defining you in terms of your culture 
your language and your country of origin. It relates to people in a larger group of people who share a national culture and or a linguistic language heritage, whether they live in that country or not. I'm in the Baltimore DC area now and there's so, I love this area because there's so many people for so many different countries. It refers to one sense of belonging to this ethnic group and part of one's thinking perception, right? Thinking perceptions, their feelings and the behavior that is due to ethnic group uh, memberships. So for example, people might identify with, a, with, with their race as a, um, Aboriginal and African American, Black, Asian, European American, or white, Native American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander, more, or any any race. Like you know, so you if if you're African American, um, you know they say, hey, we got rhythm, right? If you're if you're white, they're like, oh, there's no rhythm there, right? If you're if you're of the of the Asian uh, 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 ethnicity they you know they say oh you're smart so it, it could it could be so many you know if you're of spanish it's like oh you're you're um you're fire you're you know you're saucy so it's like all of these things that the world has identified and we buy into that right we buy into that but let me tell you you can always find somebody in some nationality of their ethnic identity who you don't even know if you didn't see them that they're from there right they can put something on their face or and 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 you'll be like oh wow i didn't know it's kind of like back in the day i'm dating myself when they had the dating game and you had to you know everybody was it you couldn't see them and all you could do was ask questions so if we if you did that with yourself what group would you fit into you might not fit into the one that you were born into or that you were taught from and the feelings and the perceptions and all of that because that's a learned behavior it is all learned behavior and so if you're going to learn a behavior if you're going to teach a behavior then you want to get the one that's in the bible get the one from the word that is the best behavior that you could ever think of ethnicity refers to your shared culture characteristics and language and answers and and believe now are you know is it fun and exciting to have that absolutely but when it gets to the point where you put one above the other then that's where it's wrong if you're trying to find out where you're from by using your ethnic heritage you will you lost and you know because you are a certain color or a certain um gender or a certain you know nationality it doesn't make you better the only the only nationality that matters in the kingdom is being a citizen of the kingdom and that's in every national i went to um, this church down here because yeah truth of the matter on sundays churches are the most segregated places that are out there and i went to this one it was filled with so many people from so many different nationalities i just loved every second of it because that's how life is that that I, when i was sitting there i said this is how heaven's going to be right this is how heaven's going to be everybody you're going to see there from all different nationalities from all different um, um backgrounds will be there i want you to start thinking like this because that's part of success you may not think about that it's part of being success when you're becoming an entrepreneur but guess what that's part of your success so the big problem is that you can't find out where you're from because you don't know who you are 
And if you don't know who you are, you don't know where you're from. So when you battle with this question and you battle with life, you battle with entrepreneurship, and all of this is hurting your chances of becoming successful. So we want to help you with that. So you don't have a business problem. You have an identity problem. You have not identified who you are. So if you don't know, again, I'll say it, where you're from and you don't know who you are, you'll never know why you're here. And so that question has to be answered in order for you to know your purpose. Is that making sense to you? Which brings us to number three, your purpose, y'all. This is the most difficult one that people battle with. The question of purpose is what we're going to deal with the most as we go through this series is the one that's tied to the other two. And if you don't know where you are and where you're from and you don't know who you are, you'll never know why you're here. And that's so important. And the question of purpose is so huge and on the mind of many people and especially as a kingdom entrepreneur you have to tap into this we're going to come back to purpose right now we're going to dive into potential potential means what is my true power most people are living below their ability most people have never been discovered or they don't know who they are. And most people settle for average and they settle for ordinary. See, our brain is better than a computer. It's acquiring the skills and, the, and that, that hardwire that we had at birth and understanding how God created us so that we can know what we need to do. See, so to sort through all of that data and those sensors, sensories, you got to understand the brain. You got to understand how the brain works and what it'll do. Like, even though it's this little three pound thing and this living, growing cells and it's constantly changing and connection and you hear all of these things, guess what? You can control your brain. All right? it, it, the Bible reveals that humans were highly intelligent from the beginning. We see this in the invention of the musical instruments, of um, mutilogy, like the engineering, noise, art, some of the stuff that humans have created because they've been living in their purpose have just been amazing and you're not separated from that you can make the same thing happen see it makes sense that adam whom god created perfect would have had as capable as brain as the modern humans today he didn't say like okay you got this brain and now you know thousands of years later we're we're, we're gonna give you a defective one like you're 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 not gonna have one see we we, we sometimes think that our ancestors were smarter than us now everybody is evolving and everything goes through situations and you just have to know how to make that happen and understanding the brain and the human and the memory and all of that is very crucial for you to understand what your purpose is and for you to change your thinkings and your thoughts on that and we're going to get into that see the brain is a critical function of what you should remember and what you should not remember you know you the words 
tells you forget about the past don't don't think about yesterday when lots rot life looked back she 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 dissolved right you gotta look you gotta know what to focus on and what not to focus on see so many people be so focused on the future that they forget to enjoy right now they forget to enjoy the day the moment that they're in god designed our brain so that we can focus on the most important things and not get lost in the insignificant details we always say don't major in the minors don't major in the minors they don't matter because when you're majoring in the minors and, and you're so focused on what's going to happen a year from now, you forget to focus on what's happening in this minute, in this moment. And we don't have time to go through that today, but one of the things that we help you with is time blocking knowing how to shut off all of your notifications these are things that you can do to help you once you know what your purpose is and we're going to dive deeper into that um, but once we begin to help you with that you got to know how to keep that going you got to know what your reticular activator is and how to control that when it starts giving you all of these thoughts and you want to get get away from those thoughts so you can stay focused and and you know i think they asked um Bill Gates and and someone else, but they asked the top billionaires of the world, what was the one thing that made them who they are? And without a doubt, they all said focus, right? Now, without a doubt, they should all say God. That's a whole nother story. But God is the one who gives you the focus. And he's the one who gave them the focus. If you learn to focus, this is a question that I want to ask you. What can you do with your true ability? If you learn not to be distracted, I'm telling you, it's a child, especially in today's world with social media. I, you know, I, I'll, I don't have any notifications on, so I have to consciously make that decision to go on social media or to go check my email or to answer my phone or something like that i live by timers you guys heard my timer going off a few seconds ago because i set timers right of things that i need to do so it's a reminder i plan the hour that i'm about to step into so i know exactly what i need to do and inside of our uh planner we actually have that set up for you where it says um let me where it says here it says um you know what what is today's intention it doesn't say next week's intention what's today's intention what do you need to work on role plays where your prayer today is important what like what is the most thing important thing that you have to do and then you know your top three priorities and then it gives you your sunrise your morning your afternoon your evening what do you need to do in your results so if you're if you're time blocking your life and you're checking that by the hour or by the day or whatever it is uh, you know we put you through a 21 in our membership program you're going to go through a 21 day uh focus detox right in order to make that happen so because this is the thing that's going to help you find your purpose and begin to live that and find your true ability the problem is our culture attempts to tell us what we can do see if when you have a job and you're working for somebody they tell you when to go to the bathroom when to take a break when to eat lunch when to show up we get so conditioned to that lifestyle that will work for eight to 12 hours a day sometimes longer for someone else but you won't do that for yourself we had our sales meeting this morning and i was sharing that with you know some of the guys they're like 
if your boss tells you to do something and you're building their life, but you don't give yourself that much time or even more than that time, if you're off, then you gotta you gotta read you gotta relook at your purpose and why you're doing things. And then you also have the educational system is you know that's in your neighborhood. That's one of the biggest problems because they attempt to indulge you by the exams that you take. See if you get a C, D, or F or grade, they test you um, as an average human. And even on your jobs, they'll have tests. I remember when I was in my 20s and I had got an outstanding review doing the best work ever. So they wanted to promote me and they had me take this aptitude test or personality test or whatever it is. And so the questions that I answered in the way that I answered them didn't fit me in that category of where they said I should be. And so because of that, I couldn't get the promotion. And I remember the owner saying, we need to change that. Like who came up with this rule? I'm like, well, you own the company because they knew the work ethic, they knew the ability, but it wasn't developed. And the managers that they had didn't know how to develop. So guess what? They lost someone that was great because of a test. How many times have you lost out on something because of a test? How many? I remember I used to want to be an attorney and then in high school, they, they gave you that test and they tell you which career you should be in anybody ever take that test and they put it put me in i think a secretarial which was probably the wrong thing to do right and it, I, you know i often thought about that and then it's those moments and those things that you think about that makes you go out and do what you're uncomfortable with now just like the scripture said whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable but whether you're ready or not right those are the things that you have to learn when it comes to focus. See, no test, okay? No test can judge the heart of a person. No, the, like, no, the, the, that's why the most wealthiest people on earth are the people who have never finished high school and they've gone on to build with our system. Has, has just destroyed the dreams and purpose of so many people. Our, this educational system measures, it, it doesn't know how to measure the heart of, or of a man or a woman and what they desire, who they were born to become, their purpose. I don't want you to trust any system on this earth, right? And that tells you that you need to be smarter, you need to know something, or you need to understand something. Because if you're willing to learn it, if you're willing to 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 go all in, to be patiently but urgently in it, and study and learn and do, you can change your life. They can't measure your intelligence. They can't measure your heart. They cannot measure your when to will and live out your life purpose because there are so many examples of people who have who have quit school or or dropped out whether it be in elementary or high school who've gone on to make millions and i'm going to share with you like on the forbes list of the world's billionaires here are the 10 richest people individuals who dropped out of school or never attended college bill gates worth 92.5 billion source of wealth was microsoft he dropped out of harvard university i mean can you imagine his parents in that conversation back then oh my god you're dropping out of harvard university 
capacity. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, net worth $74.4 billion. Um, source of wealth came from Facebook, which some of you are watching from here now. He dropped out of Harvard University. And see, it's those A and B students that end up working for an entrepreneur. You, I, I promise you, you, you are cut from a different cloth. You are completely different. God put you here to be a leader and do something special. Larry Ellison, net worth $54.2 billion, source of wealth, work on software. He dropped, he dropped out of the University of Chicago and the University of Illinois. Not one college, but two. Sheldon um, and, and Dilson, net worth $42.3 billion, source of wealth, the Las Vegas Sands Casino. He dropped out of City College in New York. He was just in a city college, just a city boy, right? Francos Pinot, net worth $32.8, source of wealth, luxury goods, dropped out of high school. He didn't even finish high school. You already know that his parents were like, and his family was like, oh, you're a high school dropout. You're not going to be anything. You'll never amount to anything. Don't let people tell you that. And if someone has told you that because you went through that, know that any moment that you decide to get focused and know who you are and discover your purpose, you can come become who you want to become. Leah K. Song, network, $32.6 billion, source of wealth, C.K. Hutchison Holding, dropped out of high school. Michael Dell. We're on these computers, right? Net worth $23.6 billion. Dell Computers dropped out of the University of Texas at Austin and Thomas Petfrey, net worth $21.6 billion source of wealth to discount brokerage, dropped out of New York City. You got Paul Allen, y'all, uh, net worth $20 billion source of wealth, Microsoft and investment dropped out of Washington State University and Harold Ham, net worth $18.9 billion source of wealth, oil and gas high school diploma. And that's all he had, right? So I went through a lot of these. You can pick yourself put yourself in those situations and and now that's from forbes list and they were able to become billionaires because nobody could judge who they were no test could judge who they were no system could judge who they were and what god put in them so we will be required at some point in our life to give God a fulsome account of how we spent the resources he put in our hands here on earth. When I say that, I think of my niece when she uh, she's like seven years old and she was like, Auntie Kathy, I just got to tell you what I learned. You know, she was gone with her with her um, grandparents and, and she just like, are you ready? You got to hear this. And I'm like, OK, what? What is it? And she's like, seriously, sit down. Like she made me sit on the side of her bed. I'm like, OK, TT, tell me what is it? She's like, are you ready? I'm like, yes, I'm ready. Tell me. She said, okay, at the end of your life, God's going to ask you, did you tell people about the kingdom? And he's not going to accept any excuses. You're either going to say, yes, you did, because if you did, you're going to go up there. And if you didn't, you're going to go down there. And you cannot tell him you were busy, you had to work, or you had school, or you had kids, you had all this going through. He's he's not going to want to hear that. Either you did or you didn't, right? And she was that serious, talking like that to me. And I, and it was just funny to hear it, but so true out of the mouth of babes, right? I'm so glad her grandparents shared that with her because that's something she will always remember and never forget. What are you going to say when you meet your maker? What do you think those billionaires are going to say with less education than probably a lot of you out there, right? 
What are you going to say? See, I want you to get your mind right so you can get your money right. And, and, and before that, you got to get your life right. And the best way, in my opinion, to get your life right is to be a part of the kingdom, right? And, and, and think about it. Whose money is it anyway? Is it God's money or is it your money? We spend so many hours chasing after stuff and it's not even our money. So like, if I ask you, lend me a thousand dollars of your money what would you say but if i came to you and i said lend me a thousand dollars of god's money what would you say do you keep it god's money with you or not like whose money is it what precisely is the difference between god's money and your money we talk about the 10 percent, but what about the 90 percent? what about the 100 percent? does it belong to you anyway see all money and all wealth belongs to god the moment that you accept that you believe that you start to live life differently see the difference is strictly speaking academic for the simple reason that all money and all wealth belongs to god the psalmist said the earth is the lord and everything in it. The world and all his people belong to him. Psalms 2.1. God himself declared in the age where the extent of a man's wealth was determined by how many animals he owned. Now it's by how many bill, dollar bills you own, right? All of the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle of a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, all the animals on the field, all of them are mine. Psalms 50, 10 through 11. It is not even your money. It is not your resources, but you are accountable for them. Both the rich and the poor own absolutely nothing. This means that both rich people and poor people own nothing. For we all are no more than stewards of God's wealth. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we will carry nothing out. In 1 Timothy 6, 7, we don't become rich because of how hard we work. Neither do we become rich because of how smart or industrious we are. We become rich, we become rich because God makes us rich. And you got to get that down in your spirit, in your soul, and then you'll do things differently. And we don't have to sow for it, see for it. Like you just have to become who he created you to be. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything that you have will be added unto you it's something that like I, today i even had to rewrite that down and just you, you gotta stay focused on it this is why he tell you to meditate it on day and night as moses was at the pains to point out to israel it is god who gives us power to get wealth in deuteronomy 8 18 like i want you to get that let me know if you're getting that put hashtag it is god's money it is god's money hashtag just keep saying that over and over again it's god's money and i'm working for him i'm just a steward over that See, it's ludicrous to claim ownership of everything. When you think that you're claiming ownership of something, you're fighting for it. It's hurting you. It's taking away your life. Even in the Old Testament, David recognized that it's ludicrous to claim ownership of anything out of which we then give something as an offering to God. I mean, like think of Job. He had everything taken from him and he still gave praise to God. When we look at David, he asked, who am I? And who are my people that we would give anything to you? Everything we have comes from you and we give you only what you first gave us. So everything that you 
have, you ain't giving nothing to God. He, you just give it back to him what he says. And that's from first Chronicles 29, 14, 15. Take some time to go read this, pause this, grab your Bible, read this, read the beginning, read the end of the chapter and get greater understanding on that because we are all only stewards of God's wealth. And that is an important biblical principle for you to get and for you to understand because even what God seemingly gives to us here on earth does not belong to us. We're stewards of his wealth. It is required in stewards that one be found faithful. That's a principle of being the steward. Yeah, you can go back and, and, and catch our episode where we talked about the talents. Uh, you can look that up on YouTube, right? And, and, and see that if you're faithful with a little, he'll give you more. And therefore, as stewards of the manifold grace of God, 1 Peter 4.10, and we will be required to give God a fulsome account of how we spent the resources, not just money, our mind, the things, the trees, like he didn't give us a chair, he gave us the tree. And someone created that. He gave the resources to create everything that's been created. There is nothing new under the sun. Nobody has created, you know, this rare gem mineral resource or whatever it's all here but what he gave you was those ideas and it's your job to take that idea and turn it into something with what he put on your hand is that making sense y'all getting something out of this let me know will you be more given more or will it be taken away it says to those who use well what they are given even more will be given and they will have an abundance so if you're not getting an abundance of it if you're not growing because there's a phase you know in the beginning you might just be learning 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 and then after you learn 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 you might then you earn 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 right so there's a phase are you waking up every single day knowing that today is better than it was yesterday that you've learned something that you've gained something that you've grown something that you serve all of that you're getting better and you're going towards your purpose but from those who do nothing even what little they have will be taken away matthew 25 29 once you know and you understand what your purpose is you can fully activate your gift y'all and you can use the resources job that you have been given in a way that's pleasing to god and that's what you got to ask yourself, God, whatever you got going on, whatever you need going on, can I be a part of it? I want to use your resources and I want to use them wisely. I will do what you call me to do. So guys, I hope this brought you value tonight. I want you to join us next week because part two, we're going to really dive in and discover how you can release your purpose so that you can build that business for God's plan and what he wants to you to have. What we're going to cover then and why you want to set your clock for that time is are you investing those resources that God gave you only on yourself or to complete your purpose that he has for you? Are you investing those resources for the betterment of others by discovering what your purpose is, living it daily and checking to see if it's going to be pleasing to God? Or are you only focused on the things that you're calling your money, right? Hashtag real big, your money is not. Is it in your pocket? 
Is it under your bed? Is it in the bank? Are you are you in relationships because of money? Are you doing things that you shouldn't be doing because of money in your business and trying to do things? See, nothing you put anywhere here on earth is secure. It's not. So if you know it's not secure, if you believe in his word, you believe what he says, then do what he says, right? And I'm not saying it's always easy, but guess what? You got to figure out how to make it happen. This is why you got to be around people who think like you, who want like you, who 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 are positioned and you know they want to serve God and they want to do it in the right way and and they want to have fun and enjoyment because they know that's all part of the journey of getting it done. You you want to expect what your purpose is. You want to be it to you already know it was predetermined before you were even in your mother's room. He had a plan for you and how well we focus on that purpose and figuring out what it is and determining what we need to do for him will determine whether we will enter into our promise of God's inheritance and all of that stuff we're going to cover next week. So I want to leave you with this and I want you to meditate on these scriptures throughout the, throughout the week, y'all, until we get back here next week. Thursday, 7 p.m., Romans 8 to 8. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Job 42 and 2. I know that you can do all things and that, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Uh, Ephesians 1.11. In him we have attained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Meditate on those scriptures. Understand it's not your money. Ask yourself, what are you doing to get it? Ask yourself, how are you identifying yourself? All of those questions that we went through, you want to ask yourself those questions. But guys, I don't want you to wait to next week before we meet up again. Book a call, book a strategy session with us. You can do that at uh, call at calendarly.com forward slash call Kathy, calendarly.com forward slash call Kathy. Let's talk about what you heard today, what you want to do and who you want to become and how you can make that happen. So you can go there and book it, or you can give us a call at one eight three three bible biz or shoot us a text, and we can go ahead and schedule that up and get in our membership. We have a membership, our bronze membership, it's definitely something that you want to get in because these are the things we're going to be talking about. We're going to be discussing along with your marketing, your advertising and all of that stuff. But if you can't get your mind right, you can't get your money right. The bronze membership, guys, it, we made it affordable for everybody. It is like $37 a month or something like that. So start there, get in there. You'll spend that on crazy stuff. Why not spend that on something that can change your life? And of course, we have our academies for those people who know what they want to do. See that that membership is, you step into that if you're not quite sure, you're not quite ready. It's kind of like going through college or high school or elementary school, the different levels, right? Or if you're, you're ready and you know you want to get that course, you just need to know how to do it, how all the mechanics work, or get that consulting business started, that's where you'll get into one of our academies. I already told you about the bronze, the silver, and the gold um, memberships that we have. 
you can get into any of those so that we can help you grow your business or if you have the means and you know you want to get it done and maybe you have another business or you're working full-time somewhere else and you want to get out but you just you it's not always that you have to do it you just have to have the resources that we talked about to make it happen that's where our kingdom management enterprise system comes in we will do it all for you that's our done for you program so make sure you don't stop here hope you got a lot of value out of this today uh, book a strategy call register for the membership or the academy or give us a call so that we can help you and discover how to release your purpose and build a business for God plan. I'm so proud of you. Uh, you know, if you're still here, you watch this to this point and you've been in business or you're thinking about getting, but you're taking action, you know, that takes courage, that takes faith. And no matter where you're at and what you choose, I want you to know that we will be here to support you 100% of the way. And remember I told you a gift will await for you if you get to the end of this, well, guess what? That's what this is showing you a picture. I don't know what we're going to send you, but it's going to be something exciting and fun, along with some training that you can physically touch and look at and make that happen. So what questions do you have for us? Whether you're putting those questions in now or you're dropping them during the replay, let us know and we will make sure that we go back and we answer all of those questions. So guys, you can call us 1-833-BIBLE-BIZ email us at info at kathymcreynolds.com get into one of our the memberships academies are done for you the bronze self-guided it will take the guesswork out of winning at business and life is for that online faith-focused business trainer or or that kingdom person and we will provide you solutions that actually work if you're seasoned and you're already in it you're just ready to scale and go to that next level then that silver success solution is for you that's where you can join and connect with other faith focused like-minded business owners who understand your challenges they walked where you walked they've been where you've been and they can help hold you accountable they can encourage you to reach your goals and just like the bible says don't forget the habit of meeting together that's the same thing in business is super important or maybe you need that one-on-one -on -one mentorship with the group and the special elite stuff that's where the gold elite membership comes in and that's to help you to become the leader that god is calling you to become so that you can build your business around other kingdom leaders and through our masterminds and to our coaches guys you can learn more about all of this at biblebusinessacademy.com forward slash membership, or you can always book that call or get into our academy where you could be that expert, that coach, that trainer, that entrepreneur, that business owner, and you're looking to start and grow a profitable and purposeful business online. And you want to do that with biblical principles in our mission marketing strategies, then the academy is your next step. So go to uh, biblebusinessacademy.com forward slash go so you can learn more. And then finally, guys, that management enterprise, that kingdom management enterprise system, that's for that person who has those resources to get that infrastructure built for them so they can take the lead and then go out and lead because they're really busy and they just don't have time to get it done but they know the importance of making that happen so i hope this brought you all tremendous tremendous value tonight and i appreciate each and every 